welcome back to the Saturday Sports Show and it's time to go to On This Day in 1999 for Whitby Town. They took on Colwyn Bay in their first season in what was then the Unibon Premier. I caught up with former defender Dave Goodchild and he started out by waxing lyrical about Carl Chillingsworth who scored twice in a 4-3 win over Colwyn Bay. Yeah, I think signing Chilling was an absolute... Uh great achievement I think it was Harry that brought him in I'm pretty sure it was um, and, and we all knew Chile from growing up with him in, in the in the northeast near the Middlesbrough area so we knew how prolific he was and clearly he'd been scoring goals I believe at Gisborne before he came to us I think he'd got 30 or 40 the season before so when we got him and, and, and we were delighted but um, to put him alongside obviously legend Paul uh, who scored so many goals for years we knew we were always going to score goals um, and, and we did in this game. <laughs> Indeed. Um, uh, Welsh opposition, which I, I'm guessing was probably a first Gucci for yourself. Yeah, it was. It was when, when, when I saw them, I, I had absolutely no idea where Colin Bear was. Um, and it wasn't until further that season we found out how far it was. But yeah, to, to play against the Welsh team was a, was a first for me, for definite, and most of the boys. Absolutely, um, and of course, just some of those names in the in the Whitby Town side: uh, Gavin Kelly in goal, uh, yourself at centre half alongside the likes of uh, Chris Hudson, Ben Dixon, and uh, of, of course, leading the line as we said, Pittman and and Chillingsworth, but people like Graham Robinson and and Andy Torman supplying the bullets for them as well. It was a it was a strong side. Yeah, and I always say Tomo Tomo was so underrated by many, but in my opinion, and Andy made things tick in in the whole team when we were building. He was just so good uh, buying fouls, delivering set plays, feeding through balls to the strikers, and he just he was one step ahead of both teams. Credit to Tomo, and as I always say about Robbo, he he just ran and ran and ran and ran and created so many goals as well for the rest. So. Yeah, we we had a, we had a mixture again of of youth and experience, and uh, Chile and Pittman were so good in front of goal that he scored more goals. Indeed, and uh, of course that was the first season in what was then the Unibon Premier Division uh, for Whitby Town. And uh, what was it like making the step up from the first division? Yeah, it, it, it was definitely um, you got more time on the ball, which was which was good. And everybody always says that the higher up you play, you get more time on the ball. Um, a lot of teams tried to pass the ball. And, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. This is off the boat. We, I think we finished about six, didn't we, in, in the first season. season? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I think we finished about season. six, um, we, which was fantastic. And again, yeah, we, we travelled a lot further. Um, we always talked about our culture and team spirit, which I go on about a lot. But that grew because we were travelling further to games. We were on the bus together meeting on a Tuesday at one o'clock, lads taking time off work and yeah, it was um it was a really, really good season. Definitely the big difference for me was the strikers because any half chances people would score. Um, so we had to really restrict people getting chances, which was harder. Absolutely right. And uh, I mean did you have to adjust your game as a result? Um I did. I mean I, I started to play in the middle of the three as well so I had Chris alongside me then, who was a very quick player, and I was never blessed with pace. So I, I got more confident in being on the ball, keeping the ball, and, and started to play out more from the back, uh, which used to be, as you all know, Laurie and Mitch 
they used to do it a lot. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd set off a little bit deeper because strikers were quicker too. So I had to, I had to literally um, think quicker, act quicker, and make sure I was in the right position before the ball came. Absolutely, and and at that time you had people like Mickey Waller, Dave Logan, very experienced players. I mean, Logan with that cultured left foot. He's a genius, absolute genius. After I looked back at some of the other night when I watched the Plymouth full game, he's just brilliant. He just puts the ball exactly where he wants it. Everybody who watched him was just like best left foot I've seen, best left foot I've seen. But he was very intelligent too. He really was. Absolutely right. And of course, he went on to manage Whitby Town as well a few seasons later. But I mean, that that uh, that time as well with the, the 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 upwards movement of the team going through from the Northern League back to back promotions, I presume that the confidence around the camp would have been absolutely sky high. Yeah, it was. And, and, and we had to keep obviously replacing people with different people coming in and the competition for all of us got difficult and if you weren't on your A game, you knew you were on the bench, or even worse, you were out of the club. Uh, Dunny was ruthless, <laughs> absolutely ruthless, but that's why he was so successful. We, we used to have um, a big saying amongst the team, don't answer your phone on a Friday night because it'll be Dunny. And if, if you answer it, you're not travelling or, or you're not coming with the team. So nobody wanted that Friday night phone call. Um, it wasn't a pleasant Friday when... If you'd had a bad week training, so you didn't know whether Dunny was going to phone you and leave you out the squad or not. That's interesting. Presumably, then that really motivated players. Yeah, I mean, training. We we, we were training three times a week. Then I think we did Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and then which was which was quite a lot for an non-league side at the time. And again, don't forget, people were travelling from Ben was travelling from the Midlands. I know that. And then there was lads from Newcastle and. Different times and different years, clearly, but it was, it was hard to get all the boys together three times a week. Some of the lads only made twice. And I know that that season, Whitby also had a certain goalkeeper, a very young Paddy Kenny coming on loan from Berry. So you'd have played alongside him, uh, Dave. What was that like? Yeah, and Cammy hates me for this. And whenever I have to pick my all-star eleven, it would be and Nezzy. We had some amazing keepers over the year: Wolfie, Nezzy, Gavin Kelly. Like you said, Cammy was an absolute. But Paddy Kenny was the best, absolutely the best. He would save things that you just turn around and thought, "Oh no, I need to pluck it out of the top corner." He was superb, absolutely great, best keeper I've ever played with. And did you feel it was obvious that he was going to go on and, and, and achieve what he's achieved? A hundred percent. Yeah, he, he had everything. His reflections. He was a good talker. He was a bit. He was a bit crazy, as, as life's gone on to prove. <laughs> but, um, he was such a good guy, and he was just brilliant in goal. He, he helped us a lot, and I, I think that was another piece of genius by Dunny bringing him in. That was Dave Goodchild, centre-half at Whitby Town. He played in that game, that seven-goal thriller, on February the 13th, 1999, for the Seasiders. When we come back, we're going to be concentrating on our 3pm kickoffs across the country. <laughs> 